Hello, everyone, and welcome to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and thank you again for tuning in. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, pause the episode and click on that subscribe button, and also give us a shout out by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps spread the word tremendously, and your support would be appreciated. Word of mouth is the best review, so also please share the podcast with like-minded creatives who you know can benefit from the content that I share every week. I post a new episode every Friday. So happy Friday, you guys. I hope everyone is having an amazing week. I especially want to shout out my girl. It's her birthday today, Miss Brandy Harrison. AKA Auntie B, AKA the host of an amazing podcast called What the 40, AKA Ride or Die, AKA We Go Way Back, AKA We Had So Much Fun When We Get Together. I, oh, and AKA New Grandmother, congratulations. I just want to tell Brandy and the family, congratulations, and Jocelyn. You are and you're going to make an amazing mother. I'm going off on a tangent because there's so many great things that has happened in this family in the past few weeks, but it's your birthday. Happy birthday. And if you guys have not had an opportunity to check out her podcast, please do that. It's called What the 40 and it is available on all the major platforms. So check it out. Definitely a good listen if you are trying to learn about what to expect when you get to your 40s if you're in your 40s and if you want to reminisce on your 40s check her out she does an amazing job and i enjoy supporting her and i hope that you get everything that you desire this year and again happy birthday so getting right into it we're gonna get into the quote of the week this week's Peace is by the lovely and amazing Miss Maya Angelou. I hope I said her name right. Sometimes I say Maya Angelou, Maya Angelou, I don't know. But you guys know who she is. And if you don't know who she is, where have you been? This woman has created so many amazing pieces of writing. Um, definitely one of my inspirations when it comes to the art. And so I'm always drawn to her quotes because I think she's a beautiful mind. Her thoughts and how she evokes you and how she just really opens people's minds to allow them to think about different perspectives is so much aligned in the way that I live my life. I like to think outside the box. I like to take myself out of my own thoughts and try to you know, understand other people's reasonings for why they do things and just having a really, a really open perspective in life. And I think that's something that she's done very well. So we're going to go right into this quote. In the quote that she spoke was, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. I really like this quote, especially in light of some of the recent conversations we've had on the podcast. I think there is this thing with creatives that you go through these t- 
times where you just kind of feel stifled. You kind of feel like you're at a standstill and you don't really know what direction to go in. And it does feel sometimes like your creativity just is, you used it all up because you feel like, okay, I feel like now I'm kind of recycling things that I've done or things that I've said. And what Maya wanted to share with everyone is that the art of creativity comes from action. The more you use your creativity, the more you'll be inspired to come up with more amazing ideas. It's kind of like the concept of writing. Every good author will tell you the best thing that a writer can do is write every day, even if it has nothing to do with a specific project that you're working on. Just maybe taking 10 minutes of your day to get your thoughts out on paper or in this day and age on a laptop can tremendously change so many different things. And, and I won't say change, but kind of encourage new thoughts, things that you may not knowingly know you're thinking about. I think a lot of times we do unconsciously have these ideas stirring up in our minds because we're being inspired by the world around us. And it isn't until we take action and write things down that those things are free to pour out and we can see them and we can take them and use them to create more amazing things. So I just really liked her quote because it does inspire you to want to just make sure that every day you're being mindful and you're being intentional on doing creative things. Again, whether that's writing, whether that's public speaking, you can literally stand up in front of your mirror and just take time to speak out the things that are in your mind. And that's a form of creativity. It could be poetry, it could be art, it could be visual representations of art, film, whatever it is that your passion is, go and make, make do with the time that you have to be creative. Because the more you use it, the more you'll have. And you'll just be amazed by the things that you're able to produce. So I just really wanted to share that quote. Um, we're going to move right into the topic of the week, but you guys know we always have to give our sponsor some time. So before we get into that topic, which is self-rediscovery, we're going to allow a quick time and we'll be right back. Welcome back, folks, and let's get right into this week's topic, self-rediscovery. You heard it right. I know we're accustomed to hearing self-discovery. But I want to take a new spin on this and look at something that I think you guys can actually find as a tool to kind of become a little bit more encouraged when it comes to where you are in life and where you're headed. So basically, a huge part of creativity comes from authenticity. So it's definitely important for every single creative to have a self-identity, to know who they are so that whenever they create, whenever they're producing things, that it's authentic, it comes from within, and it just flows easily because that's how things really gain that type of traction. When you're yourself, when you know who you are, you know how to position your gifts, you usually are able to just create things 
easy. I mean, you're going to have a little pitfalls. You're going to have some learning moments. But for the most part, when you're creating, it's just going to come so natural, right? And that's a big part because of self-discovery. Now, some of us struggle because we may not even know who we are. And I know that's hard to say, but there are a lot of people out there who, because of life experiences, because of some very traumatic things that may have happened to them in their life, they truly don't understand who they are and what their potential is, what they're capable of doing. So they do have to go through that process of self-discovery. It's a process that everyone, if you haven't gone through it, you need to go through it just to be able to not just for the sake of creativity, but just for the sake of thriving, to be able to function in this world. So when we think of self-discovery, we know it as the process of acquiring insight into our own character. We identify with who we are. We know it. But what happens when you pair self-discovery with time? It changes things. And that's where self-rediscovery comes into play. Self-rediscovery is doing a double take or a double check on who you've become over time and circumstance. If I think about 10 years, if I take a look 10 years and I rewind that, that's 2009. I was a totally different person. Totally different person. I had different goals. I had, I was you know, doing different things. I had different hobbies. I was entertaining different things in my life. And I could really say at that time, I was a different person. But what happens a lot is the person I was 10 years ago, if I held on to that person and fast forwarding now to 2019, still gauged my creativity and my abilities based on that person, I'd be doing a disservice to myself because all the things that I experience from that point up until now can definitely alter how successful I am because I'm literally taking the good and blending it in with the person that I've become now. Not holding on to the person that I was back in 2009, but realizing that I have more potential when I work with what I have now. So I want to kind of go through a process of how you can figure out your self-rediscovery and apply it, especially if you're feeling that struggle, if you're feeling like, you know what, I'm kind of, when it comes to my creativity, I don't really feel like things are lining up the way I want them to. I don't really feel like they reflect who I am. And it could very well be because you need to take a step back and rediscover who you are. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to analyze your journey. Ask yourself questions like, what life-altering things have happened to me in the course of maybe five years? I said 10, but let's just kind of shortcut it. Or if you want to do 10, that's fine. So think about five years ago and 
take down a piece of paper if you're currently able to do this right now that'd be great because we can kind of do this as a little project but if you're driving and you don't have access to paper and pen bookmark the podcast and you know put it down as a little project to do over the weekend but what you could do is i want you to write down two columns one and the two columns represent the span of five years And in each column, I want you to write down the things that you feel have set you back and the things that have actually pushed you forward. And as you write down these things, try not to really connect them to each other. Just kind of go with the flow. Don't look at the, oh, I have all these bad things and I don't have enough good things or I have a whole bunch of good things. So, you know, I only have a few bad things. Just write them down because what you're doing right now, you're not really comparing the good and the bad. You're just really giving yourself a visualization of what your life has been in this amount of time. So once you've been able to do that, I will say that it can either be a very happy experiment or you know what? It may conjure up some very painful times and moments But the reality is, is that that's something that's healthy for us to do. It's always a good idea to not, you know, suppress situations that may need where we may need that healing. So this might even be a good opportunity in that sense to just really think about things that you probably subconsciously didn't think about that could be that could be playing a role in why you feel stagnant and maybe understanding that these are some things that you might need to address, okay? So once you have all of these things written down, you're going to, on a separate piece of paper, ask yourself, who do I think I am? Like, who am I? Without really taking into consideration all the things that you wrote down, what are your top five values? What are the top five things that really define who you are. That is sometimes a hard thing to do too because we think of so many things that, you know, make us who we are, whether I'm a mom, I'm a wife, you know, I'm a volunteer, I'm a community member. You can write down all the things that you feel that you are, but I really want you to choose five that really have a good way of summarizing the essence of who you are all right so now you have two different things you have this page that kind of defines your journey in the past five or ten years and then you have this page that is a definition of who you are what you want to do now is to look at the journey And see how these opportunities, whether good or bad, how do these experiences line up with those values? And if you find that they are not, if they kind of clash with it, then you have to either think, did I outgrow that experience or is that experience still something that's needing my attention? Now, like I said, it could be a a negative or a positive, but what you really want to do is you want to just kind of connect the things that still go with the person that you are. 
And what you'll find in this process is that you'll be able to learn some new things about who you thought you were. I remember thinking that I still had a certain connection to certain people that I um, I was dealing with in that time of my life. And it, t- it took the journey. It took looking at the journey and looking at the things that I value and realizing that those things no longer serve a purpose in my life. Not to say that I'm going to throw those things away, but they're not going to be the, the top surface things of my life that are feeding my values. So this is not to say that it's an assignment to thoroughly just take away and forget certain things and experiences that you've gone through. But in order for you to really be a thriving individual, you have to know what your values are and you have to know what specific experiences that you've had in your past line up with those values and make those top priority. The other thing that you have you might have to ask yourself in this situation is what are you willing to sacrifice because what you're going to find out is some of those things might be holding you back from becoming this new rediscovered person and if those things are holding you back you're going to have to make some sacrifices you're going to have to readjust things you're going to have to realign situations because you could be stifling the other things that are needing your attention right now in your life And then lastly, you're going to have to rewrite rewrite the plan. A lot of us have a specific plan that we every day think that we should be following. And once we self-rediscover, you kind of come to that like aha moment where it's like, you know what? I got to let this go. I got to let that plan go because this no longer serves me. And I'm doing a total disservice to myself because I'm living in the past. I'm living trying to obtain certain things that I valued five or ten years ago. But the reality is, is those things are not valuable to me anymore. And I'm wasting all this time trying to, you know, satisfy that where all the things that are now in the present needing my attention, I'm not giving it that attention. So you guys, I just really wanted to share that exercise with you. I think it's a really good idea to understand that self-discovery is great. Knowing who you are is great. But if you don't take into consideration the things that are going on around you, the experiences and the opportunities that may have altered what your values are, You could be doing a disservice to yourself and there's so many great opportunities out there that will allow you to evolve and to move in the right direction to feel satisfied about your creativity. So with that, folks, thank you again for tuning in to yet another episode of E Equals MC Paired. As always, I leave the show with a task for you to remember. Effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.